well, here we go, Ollie. We're uh, we're back into it. There's no weather disasters recently, so yeah, we sort of touch wood as we go. And yeah. uh, maybe do we talk about method of sale? That's Probably a pretty long conversation, but do we touch on that? Do we make a start on that? What do you think? Well, in this market, I think how to sell your property and the various ways you can do it, I think, is rather important. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The various ways we know about are auctions, mm-hmm. by negotiation, mm-hmm. by price negotiable, by tender, mm-hmm. and by deadline treaty, which I don't understand, and by <laughs> set sale. So maybe you can <laughs> just cover the set sale and deadline treaty for us. So you're going to throw those those two back to me. Pretty easy. If you roll back, uh, we would both remember a period of time where you could sell your residential home by tender. And then what the agents were doing was they were manipulating the tender process. So, so they were selling prior as such. And then there was a bit of a concern through the industry or the uh, one of the bodies at that stage saying, well, it's not the intent to tender. Structure of tender is you have time to do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. You do that before the due date. You know it's still available and you can put your best offer in. But the agents were selling prior. So then they uh, manipulated it and they said, okay, we'll do an open tender or a closed tender. Uh-huh. So yep. I see. Closed tender was traditional, would be commercial, yeah. uh, commercial uh, veins through it. And open was we could sell prior. And then the industry started moving away from that. And funny enough, actually, uh, just as a point of interest on that, at that stage, the tender document from the Real Estate Institute was uh, pretty interesting. It set out all the rules for the vendor. The vendor must do this and must do this and must do this. And then sort of down at about you know number, number 20 or something, it said, and the vendor can do anything they like. Oh. <laughs> so it negated all the previous clauses. It was a, it was a bit of a nonsense. So then everybody moves away from that. They don't want to call it tender. They don't want to get trapped on it. And then they invent uh, these things that most agents don't believe, which is they just created some sort of deadline and said, turn up on that stage uh, on that day at that time and we'll look at your offers. So I think, Ollie, for most people, if you thought back and said it's it's some sort of tender, but we're too scared to call it a tender. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks. I'm no further ahead, but not at all. Well, anyway, I thought we might talk about in more detail how the auction process. Great. From the point of the seller. Okay. Believe me, the, from, the auction for the seller is a heart-stopping business. It is heart-stopping. <laughs> it's a, one of the worst stresses you can go through. So choose it and good luck. I think divorce and death are just above it, but there we are. So the first thing you do if you decide that you want to put your property up for auction you sit down with the agent or agency and they present you with some documents. You correct me if I got this mm-hmm. wrong, I'm sure I'm right. Present with some documents. On that document will be the name and address, of course, and there will be the date of the auction somewhere mm-hmm. that you decide yep. perhaps four or five weeks ahead. Yep. Uh, and then the next thing that maybe would be the reserve price. That's the price you want under which you will not sell. Now, you don't have to decide on the reserve Straight away, you can decide later. Yeah, good, good point. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just, touch yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, you can, but just, you keep going. Yeah, but you have to come to. You have to make a con- uh, conclusion in the end. Also, um, you ha- there's a commission presented to you. The agent will present a formula for commission. I'm, yep. It's too complicated to say it, but here, but there's a formula. Now remember this, folks. You can negotiate a commission, right? You don't like that, do you? You can uh, negotiate. Uh, up, yeah, of course. Good. Okay. Up, no, up, no, I'm up, happy up, with that. Up I'm happy with that. And you can negotiate the commission, and, and that's fine. You you won't get much off, but you know, nothing. Something's better than nothing. Now, 
you must also write out the list of the chattels very, very carefully mm-hmm. and make mm-hmm. sure what you're talking about. But you know, don't want to leave grandma's favourite rug on the floor. You want to put down everything that goes with the place and you want to know the difference between chattels and fixtures. Generally, fixtures are things that are screwed down like stoves mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And chattels are things that can move around. But the big arguments break out about it. So write down exactly in that what uh, what you're going to leave behind. Blanket. That's right. Now, what can, uh, what can also happen is now you've got to decide about open homes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, you can do two ways. You can have it by appointment. You can say, I don't want open homes. I just a person who's interested in the property sees the advertisement will ring up and make an appointment to go through the house. Fine, that's if you don't care. Open homes are, are the most favourite way of doing it. And open homes are where people can have a good gander at your place and most of them are tie kickers. And they, remember this, they're going to open your drawers, they're going to open, go under your bed, they're going to go into the bathroom, <laughs> they're going to the kitchen. Uh, most of them are tie kickers. Yeah? And so put everything valuable away, lock it away. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yep. And and uh, you, you just have to put up with it. It's <clears throat> heart-stopping stuff. It really is. It's revolting. We use this twice a week, weekends, maybe during the week. And... Yeah, uh, three, it can be three times a week. It can now. be three times a week. Yeah, yep. and you've got to put up with it, and 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 put up with it, these sort of people. But the important thing is, somebody in that crowd of kick, tire kickers may be genuinely interested, mm-hmm. and their friends may hear about it. So it, it does mm-hmm. work that mm-hmm. way. So you have to brace yourself for this for that. Now, something else may happen at before the auction date comes. Somebody may come along and give you a pre-auction offer. Mm-hmm. What do you do? This is somebody can't be bothered waiting for the auction date. They come along with an offer that may or may not be acceptable sometime before the auction date. At that point, you can sit down and look at it and you're accepted or rejected. You can have a tiny win even to go if you're not supposed to. And then if you accept that offer, the auction's brought forward a couple of days later, mm-hmm. maybe three days later, depending. Yep. Yep. And everybody that's interested in the places will be told and then you have a quick auction, you, you know, you've sold it now, but somebody else may come along and make a, a bid over. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the first bidder is cheesed off because they thought they bought it. <laughs> so a fight breaks out, but never mind, you've sold it and that's a it. A bidding war. Uh, yeah, it should happen more often. And th- that, But be prepared for a pre-auction offer, it does happen. Yep. Then you want to look carefully at the document you're signing and send to the lawyer if you're not sure. Mm. The agent has a sole agency on the property. After the auction is over and perhaps it hasn't sold, the agent has a sole agency for some time after, mm-hmm. maybe a month, maybe six weeks. I've seen one where the agent tied them up for six months. Not a good idea. So there we go. And you can negotiate the commission, by the way, at the very end and you can make a change reserve at the very end. And yep. sometimes even a change in the commission can make a deal work or not work. Yeah, Simple yeah, that. but in negotiating. Um, so um, that's the basic. You may add a few more, but that's a heart-stopping Way an auction works. I, I, I thought it, I'm an auctioneer. I thought it was yeah. a pleasant experience. You know, I, yeah. So you, people smiling from ear to ear, looking quite relaxed. Oh yeah, but you, you, everybody, look, folks. Wayne is the best auctioneer. The most definitely the best auctioneer in the whole world. Did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, I got that right. Yeah. That's how Can you, they that's see that's me you, slipping the money across? Yeah, that's, that's how you wrote it out for me. <laughs> word for word, you yeah. got it. Yes, uh, I, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, great points. Let's, let's roll backwards. Uh, and you've reminded me, uh, today, very, very typical on your agencies that there'll be 90 days. Um, and in fact, under REA, uh, if it's beyond 90 days, you, uh, the client can, can cancel. 
But there was a period there where you, I would look at an agency from another company and uh, they had locked somebody up for a ridiculous amount of time, which w- which was crazy. So hopefully that's been tidied up. Uh, I, I like the opens, yeah, security at the opens. I like uh, the vendor to be there at the very beginning. We do a quick check, make sure everything's safe. And I like the vendor to be there at the end of the open. So, you know, the opens are typically probably 45 minutes in the Auckland market today. So if the vendor's back at that stage, we know we've handed the house back and it's it's all theirs. Um, pre-auction offers, yep, absolutely. Normally see them uh, almost a 50-50 call um, in that uh, half of them would be rejected. A vendor would go, no, hey, look, ridiculous. Uh, and the other half, a vendor goes, thank God that's happened. <laughs> and, and, and they grab it. And then I think what a vendor needs to appreciate is you're on the market the minute we announce that, yeah, uh, and if there's no further bids, you've sold, but you have secured it. So um, I think a lot of guidance there. Chattels, um, this is something where over the years, we, we've got this massive list of where agents have gone wrong, um, you know, uh, recording an air conditioning unit or a heat pump, and there wasn't one. Uh, and then the buyer on settlement goes, well, no, uh, that was in it, and uh, I'd like one, please. <laughs> yep. So that sort of thing. So chattels, the detail of chattels, uh, in my mind, uh, as opposed to fixtures, chattels, included, excluded. This one is excluded. I'm taking mm. grandma's rug. Uh, this one's included. And then with appliances or anything that's uh, functioning, we say included in working or included in not working. Or... It might be, hey, look, we've had the dishwasher for a number of years now, so no no warranty on it. But I've seen buyers come along and ask for something extra they've seen in the property. Yeah. Yep. A sculpture in the garden yeah. or, or painting. <laughs> and they just said, look, I'll buy the place if you leave this beautiful painting by Gauguin or by Renoir with the property. And yeah. a, a fight breaks out on that point. Yep. Yeah, so everything is negotiable. We, we, we had an auction in uh, Oraki, little little unit. Uh, we're inside. We've got an amazing price. The, the owner looks quite happy with it. It's, he's chuffed. Uh, I think it was a little too bitty. Uh, and the people wanted the uh, old sort of deck furniture was sitting out there, and it was pretty well at the end of its life. Uh, so they added that as a chattel in the, in the negotiation. They pay a little bit more, but you know, throw in that deck furniture, it suits the uh, the ambience of the place. Uh, and I thought, oh, well, that's a walk in the park. <laughs> it wasn't. The owner had made it himself, <laughs> which had created the ambience of it didn't quite look like it had yeah. come from a shop. Yeah. And it was a deal breaker. He was like, no way in the world. Right. And that was going with him. So you've got to be quite careful on the chattels, don't you? Another thing to think about, usually auctions, require the settlement of the property after the fall of the hammer whenever it's sold to be settled within 30 days. That's common. Mm-hmm. But you can go to the auctioneer if you're interested in the property. Go to the yeah, auctioneer quite. before and say, look, I can't sell in 30 days, I need 60 days. Uh, and you tell the auctioneer that so he will take your bids, you will take their bids, knowing that the settlement date will be further out. Yeah. Now, another, thing, another thing I've come across is I didn't know this was possible, but I've seen conditional offers being put on a property that's under auction. Yep. So there's an auction coming up, but there's conditional offer made during that period mm-hmm. and it's bubbling along underneath there. Uh, so you think about it, folks, you can do this now and we may be able to get to the unconditional by the auction date. If not, and somebody buys it, too bad. Mm. Uh, so this wasn't a practice years ago, but now you can't put in this conditional offer and it'd be subject only to the property not selling at the auction. Right? It's- 
It's very interesting. Let me just touch on the variations because I think that that's one the market needs to understand. If you're a buyer sitting there, so typically it's set on the vendor's terms. We'll settle in, so it's uh, 30 days, and it'll be a 10% deposit. But as a buyer, if you need a variation, you can do a confidential variation. It might be 5%. Mm -hmm. uh, it might be some mixture of uh, deposit over a period of time, mm -hmm. and the settlement could change. So I think... The, I, I know, in fact, the majority of auctions I call, there would be a variation in place. So I'd announce what's on the document, but I'd acknowledge if you have a variation agreed by the owner, that stands. So I think that's right. The, the one you've just touched on there is, is pretty interesting, the conditional buyers. And I hear quite often that people will say to me, uh, auction locks out conditional buyers. Well, you've just identified one way it doesn't. So there, I think... It's got to be the vendor's decision, as long as we're uh, doing it uh, with integrity. The vendor's decision might be, hey, look, I've got no other interest ticking along, so I will um, you know, sign that conditional offer for a period of days, and we'll see if it's either going to be unconditional or not prior to the auction. Vendor's got the ability under 2.6 in the auction contract, withdraw and sell at any stage, so they can do that. So I think you're right, but it's not new, uh, usual. But I'll tell you what is becoming, certainly in our, uh, in our group is becoming quite common, is that we will have the conditional parties lined up on the same time uh, yeah. period. So if auction is 5 o'clock on a Wednesday, uh, the, the cash buyers can be there at 5 o'clock, and we're telling conditional parties, uh, if the cash buyers don't do it, at 5 past 5, we will turn to conditional parties. We're actually getting some parties saying, I won't even miss the beat. They'll have a written offer ready for the vendor uh, before that auction even starts. So I think that's I think that's a good outcome for the vendor, and I think it's a good outcome for the buyers also. They get to be able to put their foot forward and demonstrate to the vendor where they sit. So yeah, yeah quite a quite a uh, adjustment there. Yeah, I'm speaking on behalf of the seller at this point. Beware when it comes to the auction itself. Bidding starts low usually and goes up and up. And the, when the, if and when the bidding gets to a point where it's nearly right, the auctioneer is likely to take you, the seller, into a room on the side with the buyer and the whole audience who is waiting there just twiddle their fingers, twiddle their thumbs for perhaps up to half an hour. Mm -hmm. Nothing's happening. And some a negotiation, you may be locked in a negotiation in a side room with the buyer, pressure being put on you, you putting pressure back, lawyers... Agents are quite happy. And then after up to half an hour maybe, you and the, sweating like mad, the agents <laughs> sweating like mad, the buyers, everybody, cut each other at each other's throats. You finally come out and you either announce that the property is now sold and there, are there any other bids and if it's mm -hmm. not, or it's not sold, as the yep. case may be. Yep. Uh, this is a, another heart-stopping time when that goes on and a terrible bore for people sitting in the audience if there are other properties coming up. Yep. So um, just be prepared for that, folks. It can be quite a long delay. Look, we've had auctions that have gone an hour, so you're right, yeah, up, up, up to an hour. I think it comes down to the agency, and this is where if you were a seller, I think you would go when you're determining, uh, do I sell by auction, what method of sale am I going to choose, and which agency? You'd have a look at the variance between the agencies, and, you, and you've made a really good point there. Immediately on the pause, where do the agents head? Do they head to the buyer to get more money or do they head to the seller to get the seller down? Hmm. And if they're heading to the seller to get the seller down and you're selling, I don't think you want to be, uh, I, I don't think that's a great practice for you. Hmm. 
I think the agents should be heading immediately to the buyer uh, and negotiating the buyer up. I think that's their job. Fiduciary responsibility to the vendor, duty of care responsibility to the buyer. But great point. You, you could determine which way to go just by watching performance. Better than that, I'll take your job. <laughs> One of the other things I've seen happen. <laughs> getting back to, You'll need a week. <laughs> I've got two mops at home. Look. Well, I've seen at auction what's happened is uh, there's a dispute arises or a mistake or an error arises. Settle down. Oh, settle, okay. Settle yep. down. Settle down. Yep. Um, a mistake or uh, two bids may arise. What you may see as you're the seller, you may see somebody stand up and say, I object to the bid. I object to the bidding. And that point, correct me if I'm wrong, the auctioneer can say, right, there's an objection out there, a dispute out there, we'll go back to the first bid that we know and start all over again. And there's more heart-stopping time, but believe me, because there's a fight breaking. It should happen, it's not so bad. <laughs> but uh, these sort of things you've got to be prepared for. I'll tell you what, auction is a nightmare, but you've got to do it. Not for the auctioneer, not for him. He's laughing, all, he's laughing all the way to the bank. But for you, the seller, it's it's tough going, but it's got to be done. And, and I think that's that's a good point. And, and I think the agency needs to appreciate that they've got to protect the seller so the seller can make good decisions. Uh, and, and it's not doing your reserve early in the piece. It's doing your reserve uh, a, a couple of days before the auction happens. Over that, prior to that, you've got all the feedback from those those open homes where they've identified the person who's interested, and we find out uh, sort of, of of where they sit. The with with with, with withdrawing the bid, uh, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. It was only a number of years ago. Now the auctioneers they have an auctioneers contest um, that that would really flip you if you had to turn up and sit through that. I think, Ollie. Oh. No, piece of cake, piece of cake. <laughs> but, but what they started doing, uh, and they hadn't done it for years, was they actually withdrew bids. Somebody would say, actually, I'll tell you what, I, I pull my bid. Um, and that was to demonstrate to auctioneers that, yes, that can happen. So until the fall of a hammer, a, a bid can be withdrawn. Hmm. So if you're sitting at the final point, yeah, uh, you've got to be pretty sharp as you do this. So it's not adding the numbers up. Sometimes you've got to subtract. Maybe we should go to the Dutch auction system where there's only one. Interesting. Interesting. Start at the high price, drop down, drop down. Nobody sees anything until, bang, it's sold with one bid. <laughs> I usually do it for fish, but I think probably not. It might be a good that, that, that uh, would be terrifying. That would be more stopping. <laughs> and, and, and I love it. Years ago I used to hear people used to say, Oh, this is like a Dutch auction. Yeah. So you don't even know how a Dutch auction works if you think this is like a Dutch auction. Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a one bit gets amazing it. way of doing yeah. it. Amazing way. Yeah. I'll um, communication at the auction terribly important. I'll, I'll give you something. Uh, when I was a young auctioneer, I was I started in Tauranga. Uh, they sent me to Rotorua because they didn't want me to embarrass myself in front of my, the the local population. So I got to learn the trade over in Rotorua. And I was over there negotiating one day and uh, the vendor was in a side room, buyer was out on the auction floor. We'd gone back and forth uh, and it was at a point where it wasn't acceptable. So uh, my understanding would be uh, that, you know, look, we'll set the property aside, maybe put a price on it and we'll keep working. Back and forth with the vendor, I go back into the room. The vendor uh, has been on the phone to her husband uh, and she goes, oh, look, change of instructions. Um, just put it on the market. 
which in our language means announce we're on the market and we're about to sell. That's right. So I was like, wow, okay, at this price, put it on the market. She says, yep, absolutely. Okay. So wandered off to the auctioneer. Let's see what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of metres away from the auctioneer, I, th- I thought, doesn't feel right. I think she's got this wrong. You know, so I had to turn around and hike back. And I said, put it on the market means we're about to announce we're selling and we sell at this level. And her terminology was, no, just put it back and market it again. Yeah. Uh, so that would have been quite a famous mistake if I'd made it. I'm pretty, pretty pleased I didn't get the last couple of steps up to Gil Beadle at that stage, who was the auctioneer. Yeah, well, the mistakes happen, but I, I think generally you can't profit from making a mistake. If a mistake happens, somebody makes a bid. Yep. A genuine mistake, yep. you yep. can't really profit from it. So yep. you put the thing up for auction again. There are excited people. I went to an auction once where there was just the bidders there, but there was one bidder only. He bid every bid. He bid against himself. On and on and on and on and on he bid. And we were trying to tell the auctioneer, look, this is nuts, you know, slow down, slow down. And he kept on bidding three times the price, four times the price. And the auctioneer kept on taking it. But the guy was not well. Yeah. Yep. Not well. That, but the shame. I've only seen that at charity auctions, and that's normally because they've been not drinking heavily. So, And, and uh, normally the charity is quite happy I've with got that. Three that's suitcase. part of the deal. I've got three suitcases and several bottles of wine. I'm going to pay about half a million dollars each. I know the feeling. <laughs> at charity auctions. <laughs> Look, I, I think we've we've covered a fair bit in there around auctions. Yeah. yeah. We haven't got, even touched uh, by negotiation. But, yep. We haven't touched that. We haven't touched how you sell it when it's uh, – has to be conditional, or, or the or how that how that works from the seller's point of view, yep. the buyer's point of view, and what sort of conditions come up. We'll do that next time. If we open those up on other ones, that's great. Um, here's one for you as we sort of go into the close. What's what's your when you're selling? What's your favourite method of sale? <laughs> Auction I hate <laughs> for the same reason. Everybody else says it's heart stopping. Yep. I've only been really involved in selling commercial property of late, which is done very quietly and usually usually just by offer, by negotiation or something, like that, very rarely yep. by fixed price. Yep. The Most houses, I think, I would guess 90% of them are sold by auction. Mm. I guess mm. some are sold privately. In a sense, the, the agent passes it around and it never hit, hits the market. Oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Off, off, off market, off, the off agents market. would call it. Yep. Off market. In a hot market, that's quite good. In a quiet market. But some people just don't want the, the thing advertised. Mm. They don't want people coming through the place. Mm. They just want it off market. They're in no hurry. I know of a property now that's been on the market, off market, for a couple of years. And I don't think they ever sell it. Yep. <laughs> the prices are dropping while it's sitting there. Uh, so you can do that. There's all sorts of ways. Um, we touched on tender, which is... Otherwise, some properties don't know if there's complications. Bear in mind that when you are selling, make sure you get the, the right name of the seller, your name on the property. Mm-hmm. You may be sharing it with some other people. It may be in a trust. Mm-hmm. It may be you. And yep. You don't want a fight breaking out later yep. on if you're only representing somebody else or you're a part, part owner. Get that right in the beginning and get that sort out where the money goes before, especially if there's a group of you owning mm-hmm. the property. Mm-hmm. Sort out clearly mm-hmm. with your lawyer mm-hmm. who gets what. Mm-hmm if the property sells and who's liable for what. Mm. Which, unfortunately, in a matrimonial uh, oh, oh. situation, the distribution may not be 50-50. Oh, so, yeah, that, and that's beyond the agent. 
Yeah. Not visible to the agent, and rightly so, but, yeah, the distribution as that comes through, That's something the, to consider, yeah. yeah the divorce auctions, are, it's a big problem in many cases in divorce auctions. I've seen one party wants to sell and the other party doesn't. Yeah. They want yeah. to stay in the house. Yeah. So you have a yin-yang sort of situation. you got one party saying, yes, sell at this price. The other party saying, I'm not selling at all. Mm. But mm. it has to be sold and <laughs> whoever's out in the street is the first to be, that is the keenest, isn't it, or her. Dead, dead right, we see that uh, unfortunately quite often. Yeah. If I if, if I flip hats now, instead of selling, if you're a buyer, uh, what's your favourite method of sale? If you're a buyer, yeah. I would, do, do you I, love turning up I, to I, those options? I hate. I, know, I just like places <laughs> that up. Buy negotiation is the best because you're not under pressure. Uh, it comes to an auction, you're bidding perhaps bidding against a. Ten other people bidding against crazies as well, and so if I were, if I had the money and an auction was coming up, I'd make a pre-auction offer okay. just to clear yep. the way, yep. just see what what happens. I may yep. be rejected. No, no, that's it. I'm wasting my time yep. trying to buy a five million dollar house for three dollars ninepence. Not going to work. Okay. So uh, pre-auction offer is the way. I just, just can't be bothered seeing through. But I have done it for other people lots of times. When in the days when I was doing that sort of thing, acting as an agent for the buyer. Yep. Which is, you know, interesting situation because they're pulling at your shoulder and auctioneer's pulling it. <laughs> you're the meat in the middle. You're, you're yeah. standing in the middle. Yeah. All right. Well, fantastic. Maybe maybe we talk about that uh, next time. We, oh, we, we, we made a lot of progress uh, this week. We've covered off auctions. There's a lot of detail in there. Um, personally, I'm, I'm, uh, I'll have to think about this, but I've moved away from an explosion in a mattress factory. Description of this. To, uh, I've got two mops at home, so <laughs> could be quite, could don't, be quite similar. Don't take it personally. <laughs> You're still handsome. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thank you. I love the way you read your lines. <laughs> that's right. I, I, I got it right, didn't I? Yeah, that's okay. Easy, Nolly. Thank, were, thanks for your time you were, and you were information. Late, you were late coming here. You were delayed by a mirror. <laughs> that's, that's how we keep uh, morale up in a, in a very tough market that's with right. um, real estate agents. Just put more more mirrors up in the office. That's right. <laughs> See you guys. Thank, Thank you. Guys.